0: In the name of an episode, sure to frustrate long-term fans. It's muck. episode five, season one of Strange New World. We got hilarity, hijinks, and plus, I mean, there's a lot of hijinks. People say it a lot. And for some reason, Uhura's dress uniform makes the opening recap, we'll talk about it after the jump.
1: This episode of Commander's Log is brought to you by Geek Renaissance. Need that special gift for the nerd in your life? Love supporting small business? Look no further than Geek Renaissance. The artist Sephra makes all items by hand, and will boldly go to the final frontier for your unique gift. Head over to geekrenaissance.company.site and use the code FLOBITO, that's F-L-O-B-I-T-O, to get 10% off your order. Don't forget to follow, like, and share Geek Renaissance on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
0: all hands this is flobo Boy, so of the uss post show chief communications officers but look alive captain on the bridge what's
1: going hey! on hey what's up everybody thank you for having me on flobo <laughs> thank you so much for being on
0: the show there captain <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe it it feels like this show we just we were here a couple days ago oh wait no that was starbase 80 our sister show on the web internet thingy
1: and we watched, uh, we, <laughs> I almost said it wrong, and we watched the Amok Time, or Amok Time, mm-hmm. uh, to get us ready for this one. And very quickly into this episode, it starts referencing Hardcore, the hardcore. original uh, Trek, and oh man, good episode, I thought. This really? One, tre- uh, Spock Amok. Spock Amok um hold on hold the as, phone there
0: captain yeah. john you've been can i say critical of the series so far but you're saying this one this week was a good episode why so um i i believe
1: you know look we um. like to talk about the other shows that we enjoy mm-hmm. and they often shape our habits um you do love the ncis <laughs> yeah this you shows love this, space. the csi Who uh, are you you do love these shows um I, as you know, love another Paramount Plus show, RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: I I did not know that. That, that, that That's a brand new
1: breaking news that you do? (laughs) I I mean, it's a good show, but I I had no idea. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I brought it up before. I love this show. (laughs) I love RuPaul. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Sure. And and for for very specific reasons. I'll go through them very quickly. Um, I love artists. I love comedians. Uh, I love creative people. Uh, I love that the game is uh, constantly pushing them. Hey, Danny. Hey. Uh, and Texas Rangers fan. Uh, awesome. Thank you for joining us. Let's go. Um, I, I love these shows. Hey, Stress Free K is here. I love these shows because um, it's very different. You're seeing very different kind of talents and very different kind of people. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that happens is when everyone is so different, you have to kind of judge them uh, on a on a skew, because it's not like I'm just watching ten people walk off the street. How does this relate to Star Trek? I, I'm just waiting to see. Start the the Star Trek shows that have been made in let's just say you know the last five years. I think it uh, is
0: yeah, 2017, 18.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, all of our Star Trek shows have their own characteristics and and their own uh, quirks and their own minuses here and there, and I really feel strongly that Strange New Worlds uh, has learned so much from the previous ep- episodes uh, of of previous shows, and um, they they know what they're doing. And so the reason why I tend to be critical is because you know what you're doing. Why are you making obvious mistakes? Why are you stealing obvious things from other Star Trek shows or even from other science fiction shows? Why are you using cliches? Why are you using tropes? Okay. We have seen that a lot in the first four episodes. Okay. This fifth episode of Strange New Worlds turns everything on its head for me. Everything is turned around in this episode. My mind is blown by this episode. And I was so pleased. I was so happy. And I'm going to say it right now. Laon Nunian Singh is now a character I like.
0: Wait, wait. One more time. I'll give it the big screen.
1: Say it again. <laughs> say it again, Gavin. I now like as of the fifth episode Spockamuck I now like Laan Nunyan Singh. I like her. What can I do?
0: Damn! <laughs> what, I do? what happened? What changed? Let's get I'm you know helpless. Let's get into it. What changed? I know the whole thing is about Spock. I know it's a Spock episode, but I'm just confused because you guys have watched Commanders Law. Well, thank you so much. Make sure you drop a like or follow, especially oh, yeah. if you're on that LinkedIn. But this guy, Captain, was not a fan of Laan Nunyan Singh for a long time. What changed? What flipped? Because he was looking for fun?
1: Um, I, uh, well, you know what it was is they used a lot of very cheap storyline ways of, uh, hi Kirsten of showing us that she's a serious character that True. is carrying a lot of weight and a lot of, you know, emotional baggage. And I look at her and I go, you're 21. What do you know? <laughs> old man, captain. What I um... <laughs> Granted, that's me. That's me. That's not everybody. The old salty dog. Yeah. But, you know, like in Momento uh, Mori, which uh, Joe Townsville uh, references in the in he the called him a new
0: classic. That's an interesting hot take, man.
1: Uh, that is a very hot take because I don't agree with Joe at all. And you know me. I almost always agree with Joe. Oh, you uh, should. Sure? You're Joe so Townsville. My, my uh, feelings about Momento uh, Mori were very like, well, I'm glad we finally are, you know, tackling this backstory of hers, this you know, but there were so many, like, weak things that she did. Uh, her acting is weak. When she's angry, she's annoyed. That's mm-hmm. not good acting. That's right. what a 21-year-old does. I'm angry. <sighs> well, that's not what a real person does. That's just, like, 21-year-old choices there.
0: My, dr- my drama teacher would say I was indicating
1: yes yes and um and look you know we've got lots of wild and that makes sort of... me
0: so frustrated no, I'm just
1: <laughs> uh, but wait there's hope. Uh, i mean the, i'm the king of the indicators I, i'm a terrible actor but i know terrible That's acting when i see it is my right. point uh so i tend not to like uh, what this actor is uh, bringing to that. Let me do her the favor of actually using her name, Christina Chung. And, uh, and you know, look, she's young, she's learning, and she's going. She's working with a lot of other people. Uh, and you know that I was on Pepper Dennis with Rebecca Romaine and she was very mean to me.
0: <laughs> the, the fact you're the only person that brings up Pepper Dennis ever. <laughs> That show has gone on footnote by all footnote. <laughs> like Pepper Dead I swear to God.
1: <laughs> Dude, I am an absolute riot in h- how bad the shows are that I've been on. I've been on some of the worst shows ever and and that was one of them. Uh of course I was a regular on Homeboys sure. in Outer Space.
0: Homeboys and Outer Space
1: until I was replaced because again, um
0: and look what Actually, happened. I Only one stupid. season. Yeah, you were the key. You were the key. Uh, let's let's. Uh, let's I want to put the table on on the line of Nandri and I'm sing thing because she's great. Because people are watching this looking for Spock stuff. We're going to give it to you right now. Mm-hmm. Spock says, "Hey, look, man, relationship isn't doing well, and did a critical mistake, and that's a romantic getaway, fellas. If you do a romantic getaway, it's already too late." <laughs> Aston. Okay, so Spock is the ring. Are on this ship during the leave time with an idea of having a little bit of a time, but there's a diplomatic thing happening in the background. We'll get to what that is in just a second. Thoughts about mm-hmm. to Pring and Spock together on that ship, with or without hijinks?
1: I have been the terrible boyfriend. Uh, it was a long you? time ago.
0: Was oh. it when you were dating Rebecca and Romaine? Because that would totally make sense. Ah!
1: <laughs> she was the no. worst. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no can't no. believe what? it. But, you know, whatever you think the 80s were, that was the fertile playground for me. That's when wow. I was doing all my dating was back in the 80s. So it
0: was all like Paul Nagel and like Miami Vice Tones. Everyone's wearing pink <laughs> and aqua blue.
1: <laughs> the scruff and I used to flip <laughs> up, my sport jacket collar. Remember yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Um, and I have been the guy who was like, you said you are going to be here for dinner. Uh, I'm sorry, unexpected stuff happened. I've been that guy. So what Spock is going through... Um, I, I kept vacillating between topring is right and man, Tupprenge is busting his balls. Yeah, and and come to find out at the end of the episode, I was right on both counts. Okay, and. That just shows what a deep character they have created for her. She's not just some cardboard cutout. She's an actual character in this story. And I really like that. I really appreciate that. Because the original T'Pring in TOS didn't quite get that.
0: So I was kind of, I was oscillating, ventilating. What was the word you used? Uh, What was the word you used? Ventilating? Oscillating? Oscillating
1: oscillating I, was... I would use yeah going back and forth like my fan over in the corner is it making noise you got a fan
0: know. bro you live in life i want a fan <laughs> i live in an old apartment here in West LA. uh because gonna... i we just had a muck time with. this week and i was i was going back and forth whether or not i should have seen it before this uh because the first time i saw to she was an ice cold uh which is kind of odd to say in their vulcans right an ice cold vulcan um uh, but but at the same time i do have prequel per- fatigue I'm a firm believer that prequels aren't necessarily better than the original material. Like, for example, my big example is always Carlito's Way, Rise to Power, because the whole movie Carlito's Way was Carlito was trying to be clean, so the prequel you had to show and be dirty, which is totally the opposite. But to see pring now have the the passion to take her work with her to see Spock and to have her disappointed by Spock's duties, we'll get to in a second, but Mm. still keep it Vulcan you know yep. keep, it, keep it a v uh i thought to me it was so cool and i got to off right. some nuance there and i can't believe i'm bitten this because people doesn't usually do this i actually watched this week's ready room about how they approached that because i was fascinated about the range of emotions human or not human that's yes. not going to deal with but yeah. still in that vulcan kind of sear
1: yeah yeah wow so uh would you end up thinking uh about that? for to bring or just for the episode for Suprang, let's say.
0: Okay, so like we saw I mean the, 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 the show opens up with a fight cuz you know, he's like Spock is fighting his human side. But Suprang not having that human blood, but still showing me a a way to get her emotions across. Right. That was right. still unique from Spock, but then still foreign to most humans to me was a nuance you don't usually get in television Good in general. Point. A lot of times yeah. you have some kind of art tour director, like do close up. Do you're doing great, honey, keep doing it. Like it's pretty much the opposite. We're saying what like, you did And that says so much about this, about how we still have those same shifting relationship expectations. I feel like I'm like waxing poetic. These no, <laughs> you're, like, you're expectations, it, but still in this, like this foreign culture, green blooded yeah. job in the world. It's great.
1: Yeah. I mean, as a director and, and you studied to do that, um, as writers and you've done that um as actors and you've done that and i've done that uh you're on a nice edge here the the thing you always must remember in Star Trek with vulcans and i think most fans do remember this is it's not that vulcans don't have emotions right? They do have emotions. They don't act on them. They don't express them. They don't share them. But they do have emotions. We see that many times in this episode. And I hope they keep doing it because, frankly, I love it. Which is Spock, like, walks out of a situation, then walks towards the camera, and then he emotes.
0: <laughs>
1: and and it's it's careful work. It's good work. I'm, you know, me. I'm a crazy fan of Ethan Peck. Best Buck ever. Best, oh my God. I, I'll say know, it now. You
0: come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. I'm going to fight you Speck. Speck. I'm calling him
1: Ethan Peck. Speck. Let's do it. <laughs> I won't fight anybody. I love it. I can't go with you because for me, Nemo is always going to be number Fair one. Enough. Enough. But what I love, I love about all the actors who've played Spock afterwards is, um, If they've had any relationship with Nimoy at all, so like Zachary Quinto became friends with Leonard Nimoy, which I love because they're such different actors that it was so great that they came together and they they shared this. Ethan Peck has done his homework. His voiceovers sound so much like Leonard Nimoy. It gives me chills and I love it because it's an aspect of Leonard Nimoy that is so beautiful, his voice. And yep. for Ethan Peck and, and Nimoy to be the two Venn diagram circles coming together on that, I freaking love it. But Ethan Peck, okay, let me throw this at you. This is something I normally do on Starbase. uh on Starbase he's throwing 8. things
0: at me, y'all. <laughs>
1: is, I normally like to point out, and I, this is the only one I have so far, okay. um, a nerdy little trivial fact. A Townsville tidbit, tidbit, if you will, as we oh, call the trademarks. Movies.
0: Are you sure you want to proceed? <laughs>
1: I, I, I want Mad Joe Townsville.
0: I want him on the show at some point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, but, hey, you guys,
0: love it. I appreciate you, but you have my Townsville tidbit.
1: Hey, <laughs> here's a little bit of trivia for you. Ethan Peck in this episode played four different characters. Boom, four. you He played oh. regular science officer Spock.
0: Good and prosper.
1: In his dream sequence, way, where they recreate the caliphate battle mm-hmm. on Vulcan. Oh my god, it was so beautifully done, too. They did the close shot. Where's the Starbucks the on Vulcan? Where? Where's the gym in Vulcan? So <laughs> behind the uh, Dimichi's. The, over behind steve's ice cream remember steve's ice cream Bada boom, hey. Bada boom. oh vulcan vulcan okay so in his dream sequence he plays a human and all human spock which must have been a great day for ethan peck because he just shows up and just puts on a jersey doesn't have to sit through putting on the ears and doing everything just right he's a human version of spock and then there's there an all vulcan version of spock that's four characters if you add in the fact that he played to Pring inside his body. There okay. you go. So we got to talk about
0: that because we got Freaky Friday happening in space, but Friday doesn't quite exist. But to do it's that great. before we get to that, let's talk about the actual diplomatic part of the episode, the DS9, yeah. if you will. Uh, there's a race called the uh, Ron Rongovian delegation. I'm going to get that wrong. I apologize to all the Rongovians out there. I
1: think that's right.
0: Uh, and and there's this big. Basically, it's a very simple, simple, simplified story about there's a four-way dance between the Klingons, the, the, the Romulans, and the Federation going on their own. But who's going to have custody? And they want a ladder match to determine who's going to win. And the Federation wants to get it because you can't go into the wrong side. That's basically what it is. And to do that, they need some really hardcore of powers only a Vulcan can produce. John?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I love how uh this setup what uh, it's very Star Trek to have uh we all sit around a big table and we have a very uh difficult conversation. Very Star Trek. Make it so. Uh I do love that these guys are kind of badasses and they're you know, we we do see a lot of resistance to the Federation in these modern uh, Star Trek shows, and that that even goes back to like Enterprise. You got to give them credit for that too, uh, and and that is great. the uh, the The Federation and Starfleet, as as one entity, are competing with the Romulans and the Klingons, two other races, two other cultures, oh, and and I I do love that. In many ways, the challenge is: why would I w- want to start? Why would I want to side with Starfleet? What makes you guys better than anyone else? And they really have to prove themselves in order to do that. So that was the diplomatic. Uh, challenge here thank you very much mr townsell he's just so damn nice (laughs) he really is like one of the nicest guys you and i are considered nice and and really like we're a couple of bastards next to joe
0: i know Thanks for taking my bit catherine i would never say that i'll be like Uh, how dare you take my bit but i cut you off but
1: (laughs) but i i do love that this challenge um starts as one thing and then i'll just be foreboding turns into another thing because they really do enjoy talking with uh the vulcan they enjoy talking with spock and we don't quite know why and um it it deepens a mystery here and yeah. then of course complications ensue and equals hijinks
0: oh man it's it is kind of weird when the actual word hijinks was used uh that i loved that the- <laughs> Did you really?
1: Oh, oh he's terrible, but I if, yeah. If, it it.
0: rolled the line for being cool to being cringe. I think for me, they said it one too many times. Like I just yeah. said, like hijinks. I don't like hijinks.
1: I I mean, why would they know the word hijinks at all? Why would that word be anywhere in their lexicon? Is it the universal translator? Just right. I don't know.
0: Right. So, t- t- for those of you who didn't see the episode, How Dare Is All Spoilers, but <laughs> to bring and Spock were going through some stuff and they said, Hey, look, let's have some us time. And instead of watching the movie What Women Want by Mel Gibson, had ah. us lit with a Mel and they switched bodies. So now T'Pring's brings in Spock and Spock's in to bring. Crazy. Uh, and of course, just because plot says so, but <laughs> Gore was like, We only talk to Spock and to bring <laughs> as Spock has to go as Spock and, and really pretend to be them. Yeah.
1: Crazy. I mean, there's no reason why this would be realistic, even in this world. So the fact that used the word hijinks, it, it's just very reminiscent of the second season of Picard, which I know you didn't love and you were kind of spotty on I haven't finished
0: I, I, it yet. <laughs> That's how so much I
1: did not love it, but I'm but, working on it. But there are moments in that where someone will, I mean, my favorite, it's, it's like my favorite Q moment in the history of Q. Is Where he's like, oh, you're acting like this? How very yesterday's Enterprise of you. Like, mm, you yeah. got to be a Star Trek fan to even understand that that's a reference. Right. And I'm not so, yeah, I, I do love that they, they basically go, look, this is going to be a wacky episode. It's going to be kooky. And that's that. You're just going to have to be okay with that. Yeah. And Once I once that landed with me, I was like, "Okay, tell me your wackadoodle story." Oh, yeah. that's a pretty good wackadoodle story.
0: So um, before we get before we go forward with happen delegation, did it bother you as a fan of? Of I, I guess I looked it up after we did the show on uh, Starbase City that that a um, time is actually one of the best episodes or considered one of the better episodes in Star Trek canon. Did it bother you? It wasn't a pawn far episode. Do you think it was a bit of a bait and switch?
1: It was definitely a bait and switch. Uh, no question. Um, mm-hmm. This is an episode that comes after watching Amok Time. I, yeah. I would suggest to every single person, watch Amok Time before you watch this one. If you didn't, I hope you had a great time. I don't know what that experience is like because you and I watched Amok Time. Yeah, we did. Uh, and I, again, I, I kind of like New Trek's ability to do this dialogue with its fans through the stories it tells right and through through the way it presents itself that's i haven't seen a lot of tv shows do that i'm i'd have to really concentrate to see if if i could ever guess any show that has done that and certainly that has done it this well i can't come up with anyone so i love that aspect that worked for me how did you feel
0: about spock as to pring uh being a bit more cold Almost like, like like not impersonal, but finding a way to it looked like they were breaking through to the Rungovians even before uh, Pike had a little bit of a pep talk there. Uh right. did that really was that did that really work for you? Or were you like me?
1: I'll tell you when it stopped not working. Okay, so at first it didn't work for me. What and then they cut through like the middle hour of a body switch comedy and they look at each other and go, we should just tell the captain. Yeah. I yes. Agree. Yes. I agree. Right. Huge, I'm with you. Huge rewiring of the body switch comedy, which is normally based on the farce of let's fool everyone into thinking that we're normal when in fact we're not. And then that's followed almost immediately by T'Pring inside Spock saying, uh, and I can't do the level of acting, but it's basically I'm sure you've noticed that maybe um, my characteristics are different because I'm not actually Spock. I'm (laughs) (laughs) T'Pring. And the captain's like, like, well, yeah, I'm noticing it now. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I love that because there's Poor Ethan Peck going, okay, so now I'm to pring. She's a woman. How would she talk? How would she move her head? How would she, what would her body language be? I've never been a woman, so I have to, you know, come up with this as quickly as possible. And now I'm pointing it out. Thank God. So now we can just get past that.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think that was oh. a very cool. It was smart and subversive. Joe Townsend says uh, the quote from the actual show. Uh, now that you see, as you know what's happened, you can no doubt detect the difference in our mannerisms. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I didn't even realize it until I was watching The Ready Room and how T-Pring always had the hands in front of her and Spock always had the hands behind him. But that was very subtle. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't pick there.
1: that up. That's fantastic. Shout
0: out to Will Wheaton because I didn't
1: either. Uh... <laughs> it's and, and Will Wheaton, an actor, and and a guy who's directed as well. So, uh, you know, here are the here's the language of acting being shown to you. That mm-hmm. also kind of goes into the diplomatic uh, thing because everything that they do with these badasses that they're trying to uh, create, a, a, you know, a, an alliance with everything seems to be going wrong and we don't know why because there's something very subtle here
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and then of course we find out
0: well let's go for it how do we find out because we got like you got eight eight other stories to go through so how do we find out what's their deal captain
1: captain pike has been listening to them and they say at one point how important uh empathy is that's so funny you're doing hulk hogan stuff (laughs) while i'm talking about empathy (laughs) What do you mean? I always go over. Hey, brother, I'm very <laughs> empathic, brother. Um, the the um, the thing that he thinks is going on, he takes a chance and he basically says to them, "From your point of view, why would you want to join up with us?" I totally get it. You know, there's this thing wrong with Starfleet and that thing wrong, and from your point of view, this and that and this and that. He's taking a gamble, and Admiral April actually calls him on it, and he explains, I think they identify with whomever they're talking to. And so they're extending themselves, and that's not how they want to be. They want to be thinking about their side of things. So I'm helping them do that. Mm -hmm. I am empathizing with them. I'm creating the focus on them.
0: I like it. I love it. It's a great Pike win moment. I think we need more of those. I felt good about it in the moment. But walking away, it's like, yeah, he did just mortgage the entire thing on a hunch. That is very cop procedural NCIS. What are you doing there, Mark Harmon? A hunch. Really? Hey, Dave (laughs) Perusa, what are you
1: doing? I'm a hunch. What? (laughs) What proceed we're breaking laws here? <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty consistent so far with Strange New Worlds, too, because one of the things I didn't like last week about Laan was the uh trope of um she says to do something and someone says why and she says I can't explain why I'll tell you if I'm right. Yeah. I hate that in storytelling because how often does that ever happen? Right. You know, if you and I are trying to get into a club and I go, I've got a theory. And you go, what's your theory? I'm going to tell you my theory. <laughs> I'm not going to go, I don't know yet. Let me find out if it works. Mm. I don't
0: think anyone's at the word hunch in real life ever. Only <laughs> police officers who've been told to put their gun in the bag on a table have hunches. That's just the way it happens in these shows. Why? Uh, stress. Stress-free it's- K says, uh, how to use the term radical empathy, which is a phrase from the author Terry Givens. Oh. All three vignettes are a version of this term. I
1: agree. Oh, I, I'm oh that's you fantastic, K. Wow.
0: But uh, in, in total episodic fashion, uh, we had we had a little bit of a uh, figuring things out. Everything's great. They find the flag of the of Starfleet, yes. and they got the body switched back because if it, if this was Discovery, it'd probably a four episode arc. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool for what it was. I feel like having it as a muck. I was expecting another Ponfar episode or right. a Ponfar adjacent episode or resource on or something like that. But it's you
1: kind know. Of I'm glad none of that happened because I was worried how much they were going to have to contradict a time in order to tell their story. And they didn't contradict it at all. And I was afraid Stan was going to show up, especially when they're like reading each other, you know, when mm-hmm. they're, when they're like bridged mentally, psychically. Yeah. Um, I thought he'd be like, who's Stan, uh, And I didn't want that to happen yet because what happens in a muck time is she needs a guy she needs some mope some jerk to be oh, Stan. her guy yeah. and and that ston and uh and i like ston in that you know in that niche also in a muck time he says i thought i could ride it out i thought once the ponfar hit me it wouldn't be as bad because i'm half vulcan and uh and so he has not gotten the crazy vulcan blue balls yet just regular blue balls.
0: I feel some discomfort, Catherine.
1: <laughs> it's lo- tightening. It, it's in, in my, my lower, lungs. my lower ovals.
0: Let's let's talk about lower body extremities. There, it's surely for rest of the rest of the crew. Yeah. And Nurse Chapel has a date, but her date catches the feelings and she bails. What's the deal with this? Nurse Chapel's out there trying to have some fun. These poor guys just sipping it all over our nurse.
1: You know, I'm gonna piss off some people with this and i'm not sure already i'm not even sure how much i feel about it but um a lot of what happens in this episode is uh the women are the women are doing what in the 60s the men would be doing which is fine which is fine yeah uh, and we know from watching Modern to Pring and, uh, you know, Spec, Ethan Peck Spock. I'm using yeah. that forever, by the way. <laughs> uh, we know from their mating rituals that the women are constantly um, initiating things, they are constantly uh, taking the first step. Or, or the final step uh, in a, the example of the uh, <laughs> the engagement where she says, you know, will you marry me? And he says, I thought you'd never ask. And then she presents the jewelry. And so, you know, there's a lot of flipping of the traditions, a lot of flipping of the stereotypes. Uh, okay. And so I was very much with Chapel on this. I also, I also love the time that we spent with Nurse Chapel on this yeah. because she's... She's a good actress. Uh, I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed her so much. I, I want to jump in here.
0: I want to jump in just real quick because when she was on that date with Lieutenant Dever, Dever,
1: Dever sounds right. Yeah. Uh,
0: and and you know he's like, hey, I was thinking about you can sit here and talk. Like it did the weird like sound drop out, like she was in a war. <laughs> I was like, it's not that. Sick. Let's talk. Oh no, <laughs> I have to go help a friend. I was like, I was like okay, I get it. Relationships suck but a <laughs> talk is not that bad but sorry Continue.
1: it's a uh, yeah like it's um after the tanks fire in uh saving private ryan
0: like
1: wait wait do i have to meet his parents now <laughs> it was just so weird oh like, i i love it i love it because um christine Chapel in uh, strange new worlds is such a free spirit and such uh you know, such a person uh, and just nothing about her um, doesn't fit. It's, it's all part of a, a, a fleshed out, if you will um, character. I, I really, I like her a great deal. The one thing I didn't like was the relationship with chapel and Spock is happening now. And that, that oh, I disagree. Does, yeah that doesn't uh that doesn't come up in um tos which happens after this so yeah yeah, yeah that's where i am but you disagree
0: i, I disagree i feel like because you asked me this last week how's that gonna work because it in tos and i don't know how to call it the animated series tam i don't know uh tasks um uh, it, it was definitely it looked like it was unrequired. Or a one-way direction, yes, right? Yeah. Chapel like Spock, and Spock is like, oh, space. I, yeah, but that was kind of cool that it looked like they were having an understanding. And I'm willing for that to grow, because if this is an understanding, and it's non-verbal. all it takes is a giant blow-up for them to be like... Okay. So if they have a, a big misunderstanding, Nurse Chapel could be like, we're done, and then have the events of TOS play out where she goes, well, I made you some soup. Ah! You know what I mean? Like, it's I can see that still being part of canon. But in this episode, she starts to catch feelings for Spock. She doesn't catch feelings. She goes, she maybe started. my, I, 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 okay, maybe she does. Maybe she does. Maybe she does. But I, I'd I, I not inter- watch it again. I interpreted the art as maybe it's okay if I caught feelings first. I think it was her realizing she was going to allow herself to be
1: in. Maybe it. I didn't sure. quite
0: see the step of maybe that guy, that spec guy, is pretty hot. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm because ah. like, ah. he mean, was he was working with T'Pring or the body of T'Pring. So I was like. You got a weird right. like trying to slide up in there, I'm like, yo, what's up? Ah, I'm on ah, shore leave, bro. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean the Chapring thing. Uh, I'm I'm just on that. I'm just like, okay, you just tell me what's going on, and I'll just accept it. So oh, she, yeah, I forgot it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she finds criminal Vulcans and she talks them into surrendering themselves to be rehabilitated. Okay. Uh, yeah,
0: that was like, hey, I'm on the writing staff. A D-plot? Okay. <laughs> I got three pages?
1: Uh... <laughs> like Tonight, Law and Order Vulcan.
0: Hey, why hey not? you're a we bad guy, time.
1: so what if I am? <laughs> hey, you Come be, be more... a good guy. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See? I told you, it's NCIS every week. NCIS space. <laughs> uh, what was his name? Barjan? Barjan. Oh. Straight up races against humans, so Spock has T Pring is like you want to help or not, and not it gets knocked out. That's my notes. And, and I and said, that's... Oh, I said Captain John would love this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I did love about that? Um, we did go a little deeper into this uh, tension that we know that is going on with Spock, which is Spock feels ashamed of his human side, mm-hmm. and that that never uh, quite stops in the story of Spock. Uh, but he it comes down a few levels in this episode, and I appreciated that. Um, Spock was fairly confident while being an outsider and othered in TOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a constant, it always reminds me of X-Men. You know, you, you never forget you're a mutant and the people hate mutants. Right. So I always liked that. And yes, Spock is a mutant, isn't he? I think he is. Okay. In some way. Uh, although his superpowers are all Vulcan superpowers, but anyway, um, I I do love that we took that down a few notches in the sense of Spock going, you know, something. I am what I am. I just have to deal with that. Um, I I am not human. I am not Vulcan. I am Spock.
0: Yeah. See, that's what I thought was too early. That was the part I was like, well, going forward to TOS, he was like, he was really sure of his of his dualism and i know yeah. having a struggle here is great but him having that like that moment of yeah i'm i'm by species yeah uh, season 1 like what <laughs> where can you go now or okay are you going to re-retcon that next season or what
1: well you know what what's nice about it is he no longer has to apologize for it hmm. so we get to move forward from there and that he's pretty i i felt like again i i really want to watch this episode again um i felt like what he was saying to to praying was you know just like enough enough with the um your room looks too human you're you're having human problems enough with this shit um it's part of the package that's it i can't believe i just cussed i never cuss on this show
0: uh whatever no one listens <laughs> to the show anyway so i had asked uh, a chat about seeing pike in a green uniform and Joel Townsend says uh answer your query for commander Follow. Phon- thanks commander Pike wears a green wrap around well. He sure does. I'm a silver foxy. Another towns tidbit a bit. Trademark. The alternate tunic was designed for Shadow to head in his man girl. Excuse me, it's just a girdle, okay? <laughs> We've come too far for you to use qualifiers. No, I'm kidding. That's pretty cool. Thanks, Joe Townsel. Uh
1: and that's <laughs> true. That is true. Captain, how's a
0: man girl? What's a man girl? Is it like a, a did you ever wore one before? I did it once I, when I was a kid. Uh, you know
1: something? I really or a teenager. should have. Uh <laughs> What? Okay. All right, you're bearing the lead here. Why were you wearing a girdle? Oh,
0: cuz I I was on my 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 JV football career all of 2 weeks. I was on the on the line and so when you are in a 3-point stance, I played nose. So in your 3-point stance opposite the guy holding the ball, I had some overhang. So I had to make sure, sure. It got tightened yeah. up. <laughs> That's yeah. what it was. It wasn't yeah, like tumtum. Really hmm, <laughs> What I love right now a short, I wear a girdle.
1: I, uh, the most I have done is, uh, when I was wrestling, I wrestled as, uh, there was a show I was in where you basically were a, um, you played an, a famous wrestler. Okay. And, uh, hack, hacksaw Jim Duggan is what they asked me to do. Wow. I'd be insulted. So I wore compression shorts. Oh, were they sexy? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yes, they were. I, I pulled was. them
1: way up, too. just I got to see these pictures. Uh, if
0: you want to these pictures, find out more at Weber Internet Thingy on YouTube. I'll <laughs> but, see if I can dig up those <laughs> So uh, something I didn't think was going to happen uh, was the, the concept of fun. And is Una Chin Riley fun? Captain, I didn't think it was going to be a thing, but we got to still have a nice little C-plot this week here as Una and Union and Singer try to figure out how it is to be cool. I I, I loved
1: I loved their subplot. Um, A, there had been that reference earlier, I guess Ortega's makes it about the Enterprise bingo card. <laughs> yeah. Which was just a throwaway line, I thought, but they found a way to actually make it like a subplot. Like, oh no, there's a bunch of things that you do on the ship. And so the two characters that we're supposed to think are the most serious. Oh, I mean, what's the what's the joke? It's like where fun goes to die.
0: <laughs> yeah. By that mean
1: old Commander Riley, um, okay,
0: or Lieutenant Riley, excuse me. Right, <laughs> and
1: like, then, he's mean. And, and so, um, and then doesn't she like mis misremember it at some point? She calls it like the fun funeral or something. Right, right, yeah. But <laughs>
0: oh my god, it's I thought it was cool. But the, my question from last week still stands. I feel like I like the idea of having Rebecca Romaine uh, or the Meanie Rebecca Romaine be number one uh magele barrett looks mm-hmm. part of my looks the part but it seems like the show's going out of her way to keep her out of anything main except the fact that she was altered but everything else is kind of like yeah you're number one but this is going to be a spock episode uh you're number one but it's a new sing episode you're number one but uhura or dress uniforms or captain's dinner like what is going to be the role you think of wunich and riley
1: as it continues uh what i have really enjoyed about number one so far is that they didn't make her perfect. And um, a lot of times in Next Generation, I felt like Riker was perfect. Mm. That Picard actually had more foibles and more, you know, weak spots um that could be turned into plots than Riker, and that Riker's this kind of superman. Yeah. Um uh, so when I heard that Re- Rebecca Romaine was going to be playing Una, and they said, and this Una is an Una you've never seen before. Um, when I heard all that, I honestly thought they were going to make her the Nunian Singh character. Mm-hmm. That, you know, she would be super powered and she would have all these abilities no one else has, and that she would carry this great weight. And that w- it would take a long time for us to find out what it is. And in the very first episode, in the pilot episode, they have to rescue her. And that she's been beat up, but she's tough, and and she comes back. What I like about her is I relate her more to Pike than anyone else in the cast. She is more like Pike than anyone else, and I Mm. like that. That's who a number one should be. Although, you're my number one, and you're clearly better than me in almost every aspect. That's not true. Everyone
0: loves you, John. You make this show work. But I just wonder, I just want to be able to have more Pike and one doing things together. It just feels like the kind of find ways to keep them separate certain scenes they're they're there but always seems like she's off on one mission pike's on another one i don't know uh
1: you know she's the alternate captain i've been saying this all along so um i don't know if that makes it more right or just makes me uh more predictable but uh yeah we've got a we've got a really great character with her Honestly, I think once we get past the introduction stage, and I don't know if that's the first season or the first two seasons. I don't know halfway where that through. is. We're
0: halfway through, that's through season one.
1: Yeah. yeah, halfway through season one. Yeah, I mean, uh, once we get through the sort of introductions, uh, you might see a lot more Una and Pike. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Una and Spock in the uh, Star Trek short or the Short Trek uh, Q&A, we reviewed that a while back on um, Starbase 80 as well. That's a great uh, introduction to her. Mm. And I, I I advise everybody, if you haven't seen Q&A yet of the Short Treks, see it. She's great in that. So I, I'm looking forward to what you're talking about, kind of the, the different points of the star being a little more connected uh, right. inside. But clearly they're using... Relationships as framing devices right now, and as I've said, the sort of Wesley Crusher character is La'an, and the Beverly Crusher character is Una, and you just have to be okay with that. I'm I'm okay with it. It's a little strange, but I'm okay with it
0: some back to our house king uh so it's 10 episode seasons the first week of july the last episode with june 30th being a double episode of strange the Worlds will be there on hand to recap just for k says i wonder if Una allowed herself to be beat up in order to hide her superpowers referring to the pilot could be inclusive and our friend joe townsville who's going to be on trek tonight available after this says uh, episode six clip for next week is already on youtube it looks like some pike relationship is in the mix i saw the clip from, from the ready room uh, I was intrigued about that because Pike looked like he got the, the feelings for this week's guest. So uh, as yeah. we uh, wind down, my quote of the week, it's kind of out of context now, is when Spock looked over to Supreme and goes, will you consent? Almost my new phrase. I'm saying it for everything. Then in a
1: roll coaster, John? Will you consent? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Always.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Woo!
1: Uh, you don't even have to buy me a beer.
0: <laughs> so, uh, John, as we wrap this up, any last things you want to put to bed as we uh head off in the USS Post Show?
1: Uh, honestly, I think, um, I, I think the you can believe the hype. Strange New Worlds is one of the best Trek shows that's ever yes. been made. You can absolutely believe the hype. Uh, they are, th- if they introduce things that I don't like, they burn them out and, and they, they put them in the past, and that makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, Joe Townsend's quote of the week is a great one. I'll reserve criticism of your quarters until your decoration is complete.
0: Straight bouncer mode. I, Spock, I get it. I get I, it, man.
1: <laughs> I feel like that is such a great uh, summation of how I feel about this show. I will reserve my negativity about this show will until you? they've completed this season because honestly all my negativity so far has fallen away and i'm i couldn't be happier i'm very very happy halfway through this season
0: like a but uh, jorian has on the grill Cap john if someone wanted to follow you on the line of internet and follow your other shows how they go about doing that good sir
1: on youtube the weber internet thingy space is all yours you can catch uh old episodes of starbase 80 featuring our good friend commando Bo- commander voice uh, you can also catch uh, Picarder, which is a show I did with Joe Townsel and also Leo Genisek and uh, Chris Pitcher. And uh, we did that for um, – Season two of Picard uh, turned out to be a really entertaining season, and I think we did a really great show together. The show was great. Uh, Your show was
0: great. Your you show can, was awesome. You
1: can check you <laughs> Picard can check was great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you're on Facebook, where old guys like me hang out, you uh, you can come by Starbase eighty our page there, or Weber Internet thingy there, or on Twitter at Starbase eighty
0: what can't he do i want to thank all the new fans who have jumped on the show this week i did some tagging differences maybe they worked out this is commander's log every thursday we break down new tracks some of the short tracks discovery and strange new worlds we we'll back here next thursday same time 7 p.m eastern 4 p.m pacific that's like that math i had to do in my head with the clocks and stuff but uh well until done. next time captain say the words
1: babies live long and prosper